0: So, I'm gonna tell you guys this. Looking for a job, it's just BS. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters. Who help support the channel also I want to say thank you to my twitch subscribers help the channel out by donating or go to patreon.com thank you I have been working most of my adult life. I got my first continuous real job at 19. Um, No, it was 21. It was 21. And, uh, you know, I've been consistently working since then. Um, Now, having been times where I've been, like, off for, like, three months, maybe less yeah but you know consistently working and um I've been working for a call center job for like the last 13 years and now I am my current job that I'm I'm going on two years and I learned a long time ago that um when you are You shouldn't have loyalty to a company. And in order to get more money, maybe you should look at every year or so, look at maybe going to a new job. So right now I'm looking for a new job. Not only that, because I don't fucking trust my company that I work for now. Um, so right now I'm looking for a new job. And a lot of these job requirements are fucked up. They take, they require so much. Entry level jobs, well you need to have a bachelors or three years, three to five years of experience. And um, we did a video about this, how money works. They're not exactly socialist economists, but they actually do do bid more towards like, some of these jobs are really fucked up. So let's see what they have to say about why entry level jobs need three to five years of experience. Let's go.
1: Stop me if you've heard this one before. An entry level job paying $8 an hour with no benefits at an unremarkable company. Oh, and they want you to have at least three years' experience in a similar role and preferably a master's degree.
0: Why the f? Yeah, exactly. This shit happens. There are literally things that this happened.
1: Are entry level jobs not entry level anymore? The latest jobs report found widespread hiring. One man's quest to find a job is raising questions about the labor shortage right now. He says he applied to more than 60 entry level positions.
0: Okay, so I remember this. This was a couple of years ago, especially during a pandemic. And this was released about a couple of days ago, 11 days ago, less than two weeks ago. But let's go strong in hospitality leisure and healthcare we have created more jobs in two years than any presidential term
1: searching for a job is a difficult and time-consuming task most Americans do not have enough savings to survive for more than two weeks without going into debt which means it is also stressful no matter how efficient the hiring process is made you are never going to have fun looking for a job and nothing can change that but the corporate world has introduced a lot of obstacles that make the job of finding a job as painful as possible
0: trust me I know Again, that's something I do as soon as I come home after work. I work an hour away, drive, come in, check to see if there's any new job openings with my salary requirements and possibly less travel time. And yeah, it's fucking difficult. If you're not looking to do outside sales or sales, 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 then yeah, it can be difficult.
1: Filling out online forms for information already on your resume, going through multiple rounds of interviews, and getting ghosted by hiring managers for hundreds of positions is enough to drive anybody mad. Responded to me, four of those went on to a phone call after an email exchange, and then one of those turned into an interview. Uh, Zero of them turned into a job that was actually uh, desperate for help. It's also simply bad business. Attracting the right talent is vital for business success.
0: So one of the things that kind of gets me is a lot of the places that are hiring, they're not hiring for they want to actually trap you in a job they want to make it seem where yeah no you're gonna work this job you're gonna really work hard and give us 110 percent and with the whole quiet quitting or loud quitting and all that other good bullshit they don't want you to question what the fuck they say for a paycheck no you will work for us back to the minds you surfs If businesses make their application
1: process too difficult they are going to filter out everybody but the most desperate candidates which are rarely the best candidates companies that ask for multiple years of experience from applicants applying for entry-level jobs also expose themselves to a similar risk it might sound advantageous for the business to get an employee with years of experience that they can pay like a fresh graduate but company management frequently overlooks the reason that these applicants are looking for entry-level jobs in a field they have been working in for years and it's that they are not that good at their job and they need to keep moving companies before their poor performance catches up with them
0: i would say no Especially with the job market right now, sometimes yes, definitely sometimes yes, sometimes they're disillusioned.
1: A recent study conducted by Portland State University and published by the Harvard Business Review found that overqualified candidates did not outperform the control group, and that paying significantly undermarket rates for talent will cost most businesses more in other areas. Loaded hiring processes are also expensive. Sponsored job postings on sites like Indeed, LinkedIn, and Glassdoor can cost hundreds of dollars per day, easily more than the successful applicant will be paid once they are on board and working. Multiple rounds of interviews also take paid hours from HR, hiring managers, and third party recruiters. Recruiters work on a commission basis for successfully placed candidates.
0: But so. It actually costs more to hire someone than to keep and train someone. It costs more. It's more productivity out the window because you're trying to replace something, replace someone that's already training your systems.
1: But if a company makes candidates go through multiple rounds of interviews, the recruiters can ask for a higher fee, or they will be incentivized to send their best recruits to companies that have a simple hiring process so they can get paid quickly and reliably. It's bad business, and good company managers know it, but there are three reasons why they still do it anyway. The first reason is that it's become too easy to apply for a job. Indeed has 60 million monthly users. and Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn has over 200 million online job boards make it easy for applicants to apply for hundreds of jobs every day based on convenient filters that let them search results by industry seniority experience and salary range companies can get several thousand applications for a single position because the optimal job search strategy has wait what is become spamming your
0: what is the thing in the background I don't want to know
1: resume into as many positions that vaguely fit the description of the job you are looking for companies have attempted to adapt to this by having landing pages where users can fill in their details into the company's own database by manually completing an online form these forms typically ask for information that should be included on any good resume but it enters it in a way that can be read by a computer instead of being read by a hiring manager saving them the time of manually going through thousands of applications by hand to find
0: so yeah this is something that happens like I'm not gonna lie with you guys it's been plenty of times where it's like oh yeah my resume is in a set form upload right there and it it gets so bad and it's like job applications are so easy to do um shit i just copy and paste most of the shit from my job application on my resume to the application and they make it really easy to do but let's go if you haven't done so please like the stream
1: ...find the attributes they are looking for in a candidate. The backend of these forms will enable the hiring manager to search through the candidates by a similar set of filters that the candidates themselves use to find the job posting, evening the arms race between the volume of applications and the people that check those applications. You're quantifying human behavior, human expressions, human voices, turning that into data. We're now using artificial intelligence to help companies find the very best talent. Some companies have started...
0: Artificial intelligence is fucking real. Oh my god, it's just a fucking math problem. Alright, what's, what's up, Archer
1: using Application Tracking Systems, or ATS, which use AI to scrape resumes for keywords to populate databases that can be filtered in the same way without requiring candidates to fill in a data entry form themselves. And most likely you were being analyzed by an algorithm. How does that make you feel? I feel like that would inside me entirely. This practice has become so common that there are now AI tools like Zeti, Jobscan, and Resi that check resumes against job posts and make sure that they are appealing to the AI system that check resumes before the hiring manager does. So, an AI will write a resume to satisfy another AI to stand out against thousands of other applications also written and checked by AI.
0: Fuck. Sometimes I hate technology. I really do. But let's go.
1: Applying for a job has become easier than when you had to search the classifieds and call companies one at a time. But this means people can apply for more jobs. More applications means that the acceptance rate at each job is much lower. And the best way to deal with this low acceptance rate is to apply for more jobs, which means that applying for a job has become harder all over again. Nobody is to blame for this new paradigm. I love making fun of dumb corporate decisions on this channel, but in this case, they are just reacting to new technology that has made finding applicants easier than ever, and everybody else is reacting to the same thing. The competitive meta of job searching has shifted from a firm handshake to mass spamming resumes to get past increasingly difficult spam.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I I do at least 10 motherfucking resumes a day. All right, let's go.
1: ...filters. But that's just one reason, and there are plenty of things that companies are doing which are just dumb. So it's time to learn how money works to find out why entry-level jobs all of a sudden require three years' experience and how you can take advantage of this benefit for your own career. This week's lesson was sponsored by Brilliant. Competing for a job in today's environment may be harder than ever before, but if there's one thing that will... Brilliant's approach promotes interactive learning. To get Brilliant for free for... Th-
0: off Brilliant's annual premium
1: subscription. ...jobs is because they want to cover their ass. There are lots of reasons why a hiring manager might want to pick one job applicant over another, but not all of them are legal. And even if they don't violate any equal opportunity laws, some might be a bad look for the company. By listing lots of unreasonable job requirements, the company increases the likelihood that no applicant will tick every box, which means they can hire whomever they want and cover themselves by saying all of the other candidates were missing one or more of the role's prerequisites.
0: So that's gotta be the dumbest fucking thing to ever actually say. Why don't you just... Interview the per. okay, fuck, uh, okay, this is dumb, this is why I hate fucking corporate life. This is why, as much as I fucking hate having to rely on, like, working on a YouTube or my art business, they can be hella motherfucking, um, hella motherfucking inconsistence, I would rather take that ...over this corporate bullshit... ...for people that don't know shit more than I do... ...but just may have kissed ass to get there... ...or may have been marginally better... ...at certain things... ...when the... ...fucking... Um, ...KPI's were weaker... ...like... ...I work in a corporate office... ...and I've worked in multiple corporate offices... ...where I know... ...where people who have gotten into leadership... ...based on... oh I I the best sales performers... You mean when you can actually just throw shit on people's account without being in trouble about the shit? Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. This is why I say, fuck corporations. And most of the times, your manager or your supervisor don't know more than what you do. As a matter of fact, most of the times, they know less. It's rare that companies
1: get much pushback over rejecting an external candidate. Most people have just become accustomed to never hearing back from a majority of jobs they apply for. If you have ever applied for a job recently, you will know that no response is the new rejection letter.
0: First time.
1: If companies do respond, they try to keep it as generic as possible so that they do not expose themselves to any potential unfair hiring practice lawsuits, which makes a long list of job requirements redundant. Where these do help companies, though, is in rejecting internal hires. According to a study by Cornell University, internal hires outperformed outside hires, but only because they are more familiar with the business from day one, requiring less training to get into a new role, and because they were more likely to stay in a job longer than the outside hire. A similar study by McKinsey Consulting found.
0: Yeah, no, like, in a lot of corporations really just don't want to hire from within
1: that a strong culture of internal promotions help with staff retention and encouraged staff to work harder to qualify because they could see it paying off for them the pandemic a lot of companies are are not flush financially so they can't afford to hire a new person internal promotions are effective but they are also more difficult than outside hires if you get promoted or moved around within your company then someone else needs to be hired to fill your role and if someone gets promoted to fill your role then hr has to fill three positions instead of just one which is expensive difficult and triples the chance that someone won't be able to perform their new job people hired internally also don't have probationary periods so if they do underperform in their new role they are harder to let go
0: internal hires have advantage so here's the thing i have never i had one job where i had an uh, internal hire and it was going from just like a a selling a watch and associate to manager Every since then every position i came in i've never wanted to well to be honest with you i saw the bullshit at that company and each—I'm not saying each, each company has the same bullshit. No, there have been different bullshits between different companies I've worked with, and um, it—that's why I find it hard myself to actually move up. But you know, that's just me. But let's go
1: but external hires are easier and present less risk if a company has no strong internal candidates for a new role but it doesn't want to lose the benefits that come from occasionally promoting people from within then the most effective strategy for them is to increase the job requirements so they can tell their existing staff that unfortunately they don't qualify based on the job's criteria I know I say it a lot but this is another reason why the best thing you can do in your career in your early years is to consistently apply for new jobs that are better than the one you currently have workers exactly. that change their jobs every two years earn on average 50 percent more than their colleagues who show loyalty to a company sticking around might get you a promotion but there's no way to know how how long it will take for other people to move out of their positions.
0: The fuck? Look look at Santa! Look at Santa!
1: Having experience at different companies is also more valuable to new employers than long-term tenure at a single employer. When employers ask for three years experience, they are often satisfied with candidates that talk about dealing with similar challenges in different industries, so you should apply anyway and just have some kind of experience to talk about, even if it's not doing the same job or even a job at all. And that's a third reason why employers make job requirements that are so out of touch with the job they are offering. They want to see how applicants deal with the challenge. There is an old saying in business that even if you are not in sales, you are in sales. Most people do not have jobs that require cold calling a list of leads to generate revenue, but their soft skills are still important in every job.
0: Yeah, this is actually true. But again, I fucking hate sales. I fucking hate sales. I fucking hate sales. One, because yes, you can present all you want, but. You really don't have control over sales. And anybody who says you do, you do have some concerns. You can be put your best foot forward. And maybe because I'm used to, like, just I'm actually used to selling. But sales isn't as easy as people think it is. And it's also not as, oh, well, you didn't buy. Yeah, okay, let's move on to the next. Yeah, no, sales is strenuous
1: dealing with difficult customers difficult co-workers being able to present a strong argument or simply showing empathy for a client's needs are all skills that could be demonstrated by an applicant when they are questioned about a shortcoming of their qualifications against the job requirements if you're in a job interview and can provide a strong response to a question like this that eases the interviewers concerns without disregarding them you will probably end up doing better than someone who didn't even have that experience gap if you can deal with an interviewer's
0: concerns then you have clearly demonstrated
1: that you can deal with the other challenges as they are presented to
0: you a skill that is. oh my God that shit no stop stop this shit right here I'm about to fucking cringe.
1: You can deal with an interviewer's concerns. Then you have clearly demonstrated that you can deal with the other challenges. Yay!
0: I'm sorry. Fuck.
1: All says right, they are go. presented to you. A skill that is worth more than anything you can write down on a resume. And that's the fourth reason. Some managers do know what makes a good hire, but most don't. People are promoted into management positions based off having experience in a subordinate role. Managers- Exactly! I was just saying this shit! All right, let's go. Are therefore naturally inclined to believe that when it comes to hiring someone more experience is more better it's a reasonable assumption that someone that has practice in a role should be better than someone with no practice in fact i said it at the beginning of this video and you probably just accepted it but corporate roles in non-technical fields change so rapidly today that the benefit is negligible a 30 year old study conducted by the internal congress of applied psychology in madrid found no strong correlation between experience and job performance since this study was published follow-up studies including a publication from the harvard business review in 2019 found the same thing most corporate managers do not read journal articles about statistical correlations between hiring parameters and job performance. Most go off their own experience, which is the value of experience. They do the same for other job requirements because the safest move for them is to find a candidate that ticks the most boxes. Experience can help a business, but so can new ideas, and neither is more valuable than the other. In fact, if it wasn't for an enthusiastically inexperienced employee- Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is
0: that Super Mario All-Stars in the back? It's Super Mario All-Stars. I'm sorry. I just geeked out a little bit. I'm sorry.
1: All right, let's go. Nintendo might still be a taxi company and proprietor of a love hotel. I'm not kidding. Go and watch my video over on how history works to learn about the really weird 130 year history of Nintendo. And remember,
0: if you want to get these videos a day early and read high quality art. All right, so that was actually an entry video. So if you're out there looking for a job and you see entry level $5.25 an hour, six years of experience, it'd be willing to sell your firstborn child then you know why it's like that. Anyway, um, this is an the video. video. Uh, thank you for watching this clip. Like, share, subscribe, and all that other good shit. Remember, trying to hit 1,000 subscribers by October 1st. Thanks. Thank you for watching this video. And the next one should be popping up on your screen. Subscribe, and if you haven't checked it out and want to help out the channel, check out my Patreon. Thanks.